Hello and welcome to FM On Demand with Tara Fitzpatrick. I'm your host, Tara Fitzpatrick. This is Food Management's podcast. And today we are talking with K-12 by Elior's very first chef on the road. And this is a chef by the name of Camilo Galavito. And he was excellent to talk to. And just from our conversation, you can tell just the kind of sunshine that he brings into the school kitchens. Because as K-12 professionals know, Sometimes you need a little bit of inspiration to kind of maybe break out of a funk that you're in. So Chef Camilo is there to do that. And he tells us a little bit about how he does that. So thank you so much for listening and watching and please enjoy. Welcome Camilo. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to yeah, be part of this program. Absolutely. And I wanted to start off and just jump right in and have you tell us about the Chef on the Road program. This is something that you are very involved with. So tell us what it's all about. Yes. So this program was created by my boss, Matthew Mastrangelo. He's the district manager in central yeah, Wisconsin. And he had the idea of bring someone, a chef to the school's to create, to create experience, to show the kids a treat, something that mm-hmm. we make from scratch and something that is fun and to provide it and go to the schools and visit the areas and also engage with the school districts, the community even. So yeah, I was lucky that I was called for this task and I was just recently moving from, uh, from Washington State to Wisconsin and well, when I heard about it, I said, yes, this is a fantastic program, an idea. And of course, also K-12 by Elior, it's it's well known for oh, the yeah. amazing job that they do with the schools. So for me, mm-hmm. it was, it's more than a job, it's a privilege. So what I do basically, it's I visit, let's say, well, tomorrow. Tomorrow I have to go to a school district and tomorrow I will be providing something different for them. So I will be providing hummus and veggies, but I will make a different kind of hummus. I will make a roasted carrot and sweet potato, something different that they don't know. Mm -hmm. So that way, when I present, I also talk about, yeah, vegetables, they're not boring. You can do so many things with vegetables. So I try also to, to promote fruits and vegetables while I'm there. So that's basically the program that bring a treat to the students, be Mm -hmm. able to talk about a little nutrition a little bit. And yeah, friendly face of chef that visits the kids. And sometimes even I go and talk in the classrooms. So oh how fun. Mm -hmm. So how do the kids respond to you? Are are they just like, it's a chef, cool. Like, hey, we like this guy. Is it pretty much like that? It seems like it would be. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) Sometimes I go to the with the smallest grades, the little ones and They, uh, they say, oh, you're my favorite chef. Probably I'm the first <laughs> chef they meet. <laughs> and it's one of the, the questions they ask it. Uh, yeah, whoa. So I, I always go, okay, what kind of questions you have for a chef? You know, so I explain a little bit what a chef does. And so they ask me always, is what are my favorite foods? And then yeah. we just talk about their favorite foods. And, but it's a love experience. Very fun. I know, as they say, sometimes kids say the darndest things. So it's it's very fun to work with kids because they're hilarious. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I feel privileged privilege for that. 
For sure. What do you think is like the biggest hurdle of why kids don't want to eat vegetables? It's like this age old question. And I, I always ask this of K through 12 people like what they just, I don't know, they, they want that processed food so bad and it, it looks so good to them. Like, how do you kind of break them away from that? Yes, you are absolutely right. The uh, processed food is everywhere. So- McDonald's. I mean, my daughter just is in love with McDonald's. Like there's, it's, it's a thing. It's too much. Yeah, it's, and even sometimes around the school district areas, mm-hmm. there are many restaurants, McDonald's, KFC, all these options that, oh no, seriously. Don't <laughs> well, <laughs> do this to me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what I try to do, it's I come with creative options. So also the other day, we just made it from scratch, a tropical mango salsa that they can have with chips. So see, these are vegetables and it's fresh. Mm-hmm. So that's the way, oh yes, I didn't know. And they ask for recipes. So they I give them recipes so they can recreate those, those samples at home. So I always talk, it's about how you present it and mm-hmm. just be a little creative. And I'm glad the, yeah, the, the staff, all the team members at K-12 Vialia, that's, that's a main goal to be creative and to provide these options in a tasty, a different way. So they can, oh, this is actually good. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of that root vegetable hummus that you were talking about. Cause that's of course this time of year, it's March root, you know, root vegetables are kind of like where we're at right now. And especially in the Midwest, that's, we get used to just kind of hunkering down for the winter. What do you think of Wisconsin so far? Like, so that's, that's where you're based now, right? Yes. Oh, no, I'm enjoying it. It's my first year in Wisconsin. So I'm dealing also with my first winter here. (laughs) Right. It's it's been a little challenging, but, but to be honest with you, it's beautiful. And also people are so welcoming and Mm -hmm. everywhere I go to the schools, it makes me feel like home. Awesome. so yes, no, um, Wisconsin, yeah, it's, it's it's already in a part of my heart. So I'm nice, really happy. very cool. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times, and most of the time I've been there, it's been cheese related, going on with the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Some just amazing tours and seeing cheese being made in like really big settings, like I think the Belgioso factory we went there. And also the really little ones where it's like, it's a guy like in a cave and like they, there's some like big and small cheese operations. So have have you gotten to see any of the cheese industry yet? I haven't, but that's like, yeah, that's something interesting to do. The spring you could definitely check it out. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then the craziest part is when they make mozzarella, they have to put their hands in that boiling hot water. And like, after a while, people just get used to it and it's just no big deal. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's um, part of, I guess it's part of, yeah, I guess doing it after so many times it's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just the way that, I mean, some, sh- I don't know if you can do this, but sometimes chefs like will take like hot pans out of the oven just with their bare hands. Do you do that? Or, or do you, you use it? I, yes, I'm able to do all those crazy <laughs> things, but, <laughs> but I try to be safe because I, if, if I'm working with staff, I try to be an example. So I try to yes. oh, use this. It's safer. I was going to so, say, yeah, you don't seem like you're that much of a show off either, where you just, you just want to look cool. You just, you want to do the right thing. <laughs> the right way. Yeah. Nice. Exactly. 
<laughs> exactly. And also because work with many kitchens every every mm -hmm. week, so it's always good to 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 show the right way. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, that's that's very important for sure. And so getting used to Wisconsin, you are making your place there, but you have really lived all over the place and worked all over. So what are some experiences of, in your travels and just in your career that taught you the most and why? Sorry, that's a oh, very long question. <laughs> no, it's fine. No experiences. Well, that's what I live for. I love new experiences. It, yeah. So I love traveling. So that's one of the yeah. things that I yeah focus my or when I use my free time it's on traveling yeah. because you get to learn about cultures about cooking techniques new people so yeah. more a lot of my experiences have been learning from locals let's say I when I lived in Spain I lived in Spain for a year and a half and I was doing my master's there and in the meantime I was just doing internships in little restaurants Mm -hmm. So I got the agreements with different little restaurants. So two, three weeks in this one, three weeks in the other. And that that was uh, an amazing experience and built part of my cooking style. Oh, yeah. That's a mm -hmm. good place to do it. Spain. Absolutely. Spain. <laughs> what were some ingredients that you learned about there? I feel right now, Calabrian chilies, I guess that, that's not Spanish, but like, what are some ingredients that are unique to, to Spain that you kind of like came mm. into your consciousness Ooh, Spain well their difference their their cured meats are amazing their oh, cheeses yeah. are really good also well it's in the they're in the Mediterranean so so oh, there's yeah. so many flavors and seafood it's 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 the Mediterranean diet that it's so good for you and it's it also sweet, so tasty so yeah and Spain it's it's well known for their their creativity in arts and also oh, yeah. arts. So for me, it was the, the best way to, the best decision just to learn from them. Oh yeah. And they have some crazy architecture there too, right? Um, just, yeah, you're, as you said, like creativity, it's just, it's very much a part of that culture. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the love of arts and oh, yeah. also, they take food serious like, mm -hmm. with passion. And that's why when I yeah. decided to join culinary school was because I had this passion to offer something as an art and then as a form of expression. For sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. It is an art form, absolutely. So what have you got like um, sort of in the works? Like what are some some things that you're thinking about doing um, in the schools? Like what are, what are some sort of ideas that you have brewing? Mm, well, of course. So one of the things that I noticed that I'm able to do, because at the beginning it's, it was just, okay, provide samples and create experience. But now that I've been doing this for a while, I've been noticing that, okay, oh, I could just also be a speaker and talk in the classrooms about a nutritional subject. Yeah. So that's one of the goals that not only provide samples, but also being as a, oh, they, this guy is the guy who talks about yeah. good uh, food uh, decisions and provide a tasty sample and is friendly. So I would like to continue doing that. And of course, try to come with recipe, interesting recipes and also work with the staff. Right. Uh, 
Yes, and K-12 file your provides that. They're they're really of the staff center as well. And mm -hmm. also that's also that it's for me it's really important. So it's a pleasure just not to work for the kids, the schools, but also for the staff. Right, right. So yeah, when you come in and, and meet the staff, how how does that usually go? Do you have kind of a meeting and say, hey, what are you doing? Or, you know, what's happening in the kitchen here? Do you kind of like walk around with them and, and get to know like that specific place when you first get there? Yeah, exactly. I try to to get to know each of uh, each of them mm -hmm. and yeah, ask questions and be open yeah. to if they ask questions about what I will be doing or if they need any help. Um, yeah, it, and they're always amazing and welcoming. So I yeah. really respect the, the, the every kitchen the staff team. It's yeah, they do a, a great job. Oh, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's one of the toughest businesses because you have constraints on you. Um, if they're part of the national school lunch program, there's that there's always less money than there is at somewhere like a college for, to put towards the food. So those are, and people always worry about labor too. So what, what are some, I guess, like common sort of obstacles that they're feeling, or just sometimes they feel like they're in a slump and like you try to bring some energy in there? That's right. Yes. Uh, and that's what I do. What I try to do is also mm -hmm. to bring a, well, a friendly face and a support and mm -hmm. yeah, someone who just do, a, yes, a different person who comes and visit once in a while. Yeah. So and try to listen to them and also give them some cooking tips, just in quick okay, this will taste better if you add this and see it's not extra job. So those things yeah. that give them tips along the way. And yeah, so it makes a full experience uh, working with, with the team members, then mm. working with the kids, with providing the samples, and then if, oh, yeah. if they're interested, also being able to, to say a few words to the students and, and the teachers. For sure. Are the teachers nice there? Did, are you getting along good with the teachers? Yeah, no, I, I have not. Yeah, it's no complaints at all. Yeah. Everybody's been welcoming and nice. it feels like, oh, the, the guest chef, that's how they mm -hmm. call me. So I'm the guest chef everywhere. So right. The, <laughs> so, so the guest chef, oh, the guest chef is here. So they, they even come uh, approach and say hi and okay. What you have for today and what are you doing? So it's it always feels like like home. Very cool. Yeah. And I I think it's gotta help them so much too, because it helps just to have like sometimes an outside set of eyes and and taste buds of something that, that you've been doing for a while. And then somebody else can look at it and be like, oh, what about have you tried this? Have you thought of that? So very cool. I, I like to think that you're you're bringing like a good energy there because that's just in any job, it's like maybe, I don't know, just, and it's from the winter weather too. And like, this, this has been a mild winter, by the way, for the Midwest. Like this is, this is wow. not, it's not bad. <laughs> so you have, you have a lot to look forward to if it, I don't know, but it's like, you just feel like you're ah, I'm not inspired. I don't want to. So like, what are some ways that you just keep yourself inspired? Like, what are like things that you do to like, just kind of keep it popping? Okay. Well, it's because I really love what I do. I, it's, yeah. it's exciting just to the fact of represent K-12 by earlier doing this, just going to schools and be the friendly face and provide these tasty treats for everybody. <laughs> it's, 
yeah, honestly, I don't need extra motivation with that. It's, it's yeah, it's more than a job. I, I, I don't know, I call it a labor of love, to be honest with you. Yes. So, so it's good. It's so true. Feeding kids, like the people, I say this all the time, the people that do it have so much heart. And when I first started covering this industry, just going to the schools and like, and this was before I had a kid, I was like, obviously younger and like didn't interact with kids too much. But when I saw those little faces coming along the lunch line, my heart just melted. And I was like, oh my God, they're so cute. So it's just, it's a really like happy place to be if, if you make it that way. So that's, that's very cool. Exactly. That's just, you just say it. It's a happy (laughs) place to be. Exactly. When you see the kids coming with the the trays and then (laughs) they see that there's, Oh, he, who's this guy? Oh, the guest chef. Oh, he's here. What? Oh, so sample. So they get with the tray and excited because they have a tasty treat and they ask questions. So it's, yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that it's the curiosity that kids have. And like, it's like, we, we need to introduce them to different foods, like while they're still curious about it. Definitely. Yeah. And that's what we try to do to encourage them to try different foods and yeah, to do See, there's better choices since mm-hmm. they're little. Of course, until high school also, that's the yeah. most challenging because they sometimes they get the chance just to leave the school to go to McDonald's. I know, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, like I when I was in high school, we were certainly not allowed to leave. It was a very strict Catholic school. There's no way that we were heading out to Taco Bell at lunch, <laughs> but that would have been so tempting. And they're just like, I have a car, I'm independent. So it's, you, you're working against that too. So it's just to make the stuff as exciting as you can and have them stay when it's, it's, I think they call it an open campus when you're allowed to do that. And yeah, if we, if we have some listeners who have an open campus at their high school, I'd be interesting. I'd be interested to find out how you how you deal with that. We, we've written about that in the past, but we haven't lately. That would be something good to revisit. It's like yes. competing with where it's really hard to compete with the stuff that they have to offer, but you can do it. And it's, it's just like such a, a nice thing for those kids to have something better. And yeah. as you said, they, they bring the recipes home too, which is great. So that's, I think that's really cool when the kids can kind of be the leaders, like, let's try this or whatever, because parents are busy. Not every parent has time to try new things or, you know, people are just getting by. So definitely. And then we, we can do so many things with K-12 by earlier because we can do the guest chef. We could do also activities for the kids, like tasting or cooking demonstrations or mm-hmm. even contests. So there's a lot of fun stuff that it's possible to do. Yeah. And, and just that sparking that interest. Do you think you've met any kids that want to become a chef now? Yeah, there's a few. <laughs> there's a few. And when I go to the schools, they, they come and see me. Hey, yes. <laughs> so they tell me about that they cook something for for their moms and say, oh, that, that's really cool. So, uh-huh. so that's good. I, there's, um, yeah, certain engagement. Yes. And maybe it's like one of these days they'll come and work for you because time is pretty funny thing. It goes so fast <laughs> before you know it, they could be your sous chef. <laughs> right. Exactly. And or, or they can even do, if we, I, would, I don't know, arrange an internship program with the school and the kids and, mm-hmm. and they get to learn and that's way they discover if oh this is my passion or 
Uh-huh. Uh, not before singing in a culinary school. Yes. Yes. It's hard work. I know that much. <laughs> I've been in enough kitchens to know that I could not physically do it. It's very hard. <laughs> Requires passion. Yeah, it does. It does. Hmm. Cool. All right. Well, I guess we're just about at time. I could talk to you all day, but we're going to stay in touch with you and see what you do next. So thank you so much for the work that you're doing and yeah. come back again. No, that's a pleasure that I was. Yeah. Thank you for having me and great to meet you. Likewise.